no guarantees. That's why Allah taught us in this surah, Sirat al-Ladina an'amta alayhim, fi al-fi'l al-madhi, fi sirat al-madhi, past tense. The path, the straight path up, the one that w was taken up by those who you already showered favor upon. Showered favor upon. What tense? Past tense. So the real world models of Islam are not the ones that are alive, they're the ones that are already gone. Because the ones that are alive are as volatile as you and me. We can benefit from each other, but the anchors that will not go away are the actual graduates, not the students, the graduates. Graduation the graduation ceremony is death. And then the certificate is given by Allah. And there are some people who Allah issued that certificate and told us all about their transcript. This is what gave them their credits so they could graduate, learn from them. So we ask Allah, show us the path of those who've already taken this journey up before. But in the language we said, الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ Those who you showered favor upon in regards to guidance. We can't own it. It's super expensive. It's so expensive that even the most guided of all human beings, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was commanded to ask it way more than even we are. He used to ask for guidance, even Qiyam al-Layl, the night vigil's prayer, were also mandatory on him. He used to ask for guidance even way more than you and I did. So if he's desperately asking Allah for guidance, where does that leave you and me? Who can think they don't need it? Guidance is not the same as knowledge, people. It is not the same as knowledge. Just because you've increased in your knowledge does not mean necessarily you have increased in your guidance. Guidance is a desperate request from Allah. It does not increase with knowledge. It increases with begging Allah sincerely. You can learn knowledge and still not become sincere. Actually, sometimes knowledge can backfire and make you a retard. It can. There's examples of that in the Qur'an. The knowledgeable of Bani Israel, the Israelites, they were so knowledgeable, the moment they saw their messenger, they said, I know what page number he's on in my book. I know that, I know that by heart, everything matches. I'm still not accepting him though. Knowledge was there, guidance wasn't. <laughs> knowledge itself is not, you know, I, I, I make a point to say that because a lot of times nowadays especially, we have this culture of glorifying knowledge. Learn, 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 learn. Take notes, take notes, take notes, take notes, take notes. And there's no culture of glorifying guidance. Transformation. Changing yourself. Begging Allah for a transformation. So you guys know names. All of you students of knowledge, you know names. You know dates. You know figures. You know quotes. You know them in Arabic. You know the English translation. You know books. You know the references. But your behavior is horrible to your mom. And your, salah, your prayers are empty. What is that knowledge? That's a joke. Who are you kidding? That's Bani Israel right there. They had books loaded on their backs, didn't they? And Allah describes their hearts as hard. That's what we're becoming very quickly. Don't let that happen to you. Don't let knowledge become a fashion. Knowledge is supposed to humble us. I'm one of my favorite quotes. I quote it all the time because it's so deep, it's so beautiful. Allah said, When a tree bears fruit, its branches come down. So beautiful, man. When you really get knowledge, what will happen to you? You will come down. You will get humbled. You will be in sajda more. Like the branch of that tree. We'll just come down. SubhanAllah. May Allah make us humble as we increase in our knowledge. You know? So, let's talk about as-sirat al-mustaqim a little. As-sirat al-mustaqim. The straight path is how it's commonly translated, right? You know, the straight path thing, surat itself, comes from the word surat. 
Surat is a long, straight sword. Surat is a kind of path that, there, number one, there's no alternative route, linguistically speaking, not religiously. Linguistically speaking, Surat means a path to which there is no alternative. If you take a left, the GPS will tell you, come back around and get back on this road. There is no other road that will get you there. That's Surat. That's why in the Arabic language, it doesn't even have a plural. There's no plural for the word Surat because you can't have multiple. You can only have one. Sabil, another word for path in Arabic, has subul. Fajj has fijaj. Tariq has taraiq, turuq. Shari' has shawari'. Sirat, only sirat. You got nothing else. Because there can only be one straight path. Just like Allah says, inna dina and Allahi al Islam. The only religion acceptable with Allah is this one path, Islam, submission to Allah. That's it. That's sirat. So now, let's talk about this word sirat. Linguistically, there can only be one. It has to be straight, by, or by definition. It's like a straight sword. It's straight. Linguistically also, it's wide. Sheikh Ahmed Al-Kubaisi explains. It's wide. What's the benefit of a path being wide? More travelers possible. Also considered dangerous. Because when a path is straight, historically speaking, when paths were straight, they're easier targets. There's less places to hide. So you're easily known where you're going, so you can be attacked more easily. You're easily spotted because you're heading on a straight road. When the road takes left and right and left and right and detours, you can hide. Which means when people are on a straight path, they are easy what? Easy targets for everyone who wants to attack them, starting with Shaitan and then the rest of his clientele. That is an awesome ringtone. Okay. Now, it's long, it's dangerous, you're open to attack, it's wide so multiple people can travel, and it's straight. All of that is captured in what word? Asrat. What's the next word in the ayah? Al-Mustaqim. Commonly translated as straight. What's the problem with that? Straight's already covered in the word? Sarat. So what's the word mustaqim doing there? Istaqama in Arabic comes from the word qama. Qama like qad qamatis salah. What does qama mean to? Stand. Istaqama means when something stands straight. Straight upwards. Because you could have straight sideways too, right? When you stand something up straight. When you put up a pole that's straight. When you put up, you know the weighing machines? Back in the day they used to have those two scales on sides. The only way to work properly is when the middle pole is what? Perfectly straight. Straight balance. It's not just straight. It means straight upwards. Straight upwards. That's important. Let me tell you why. Because Allah is telling us, guide us to a path that heads straight, long, wide, dangerous, and heads which way? Upwards. You're leaving dunya. You're leaving the world and its temptations behind. You're struggling against gravity. Quran describes believers that didn't take their struggle seriously. And he says, You got dragged back into the earth. And he describes a path where you're going upwards. Now you tell me, if you are going upwards, like on a ladder, does that mean gravity stops working on you? No. The only time gravity will stop working on you is when you leave the earth. <laughs> right? Until you're in the earth, gravity will still be 
pulling you down. So no matter how much worship you've done, how much dua you've made, how much knowledge you've acquired, and you're making your way up and up and up and up and up, temptation, greed, seduction, all of those things will always, always, always be there. If you're a Hafiz of Qur'an, that pretty girl you didn't look at is still pretty to you. It's still, still pretty to you. You're still tempted. If you're, if you're like an a, a alim, a scholar, a worshipper, the temptation to watch the movie is still there. It didn't just disappear automatically. It doesn't. It doesn't go away. It doesn't let you go. It doesn't let you go. And the higher up somebody goes on a ladder, are they safer or more in danger? So if the guy took one step and fell back, he can survive. But if the guy took 99 steps up a ladder and then fell, what happens? Oh, he's done. And he doesn't just land on the earth, he gets, goes into the earth. He smacks into the earth. Allah describes this in Surah Al-A'raf. وَلَوْ شِئْنَا لَرَفَعْنَاهُ بِهَا وَلَكِنَّهُ أَخْلَدَا إِلَى الْأَرْضِ Oh man. If we wanted, we would have elevated him with our ayat. But no, he, he went deep into the earth. He became so worldly. Allah is describing people of knowledge, people who Allah gave status by means of religious knowledge, but they became materialistic, and they went after this world, and Allah made them worse, and He compared them to dogs. He doesn't even say they're like a dog. There's at least something like a dog suggesting dogs are better. That's what the ayah's language suggests. That even dogs are better. <laughs> SubhanAllah. And he didn't just convert him to a dog, he convert him to a, to a drooling dog. That's how greedy, this is a dog that doesn't let its tongue in, always sticking it out. That's how greedy they are. They're hungry when they're hungry, they're hungry when they're not hungry. They're addicted. They're addicted. They become just filthy animals. And they used to be amazing people. They were given the opportunity to go so high and they came so low. May Allah protect us from that. You know what that teaches us? There's no such thing as safe status in Islam. You've reached a certain status where now you're beyond sin. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. The higher up you go, the more scared you get. That's why Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu anhu, Umar bin al-Khattab radiallahu anhu, these are people that are guaranteed Jannah. And when you talk to them, or when you hear what they have to say, you're like, why is he thinking like this? Umar bin al-Khattab was told, there are 10 names of the hypocrites that are guaranteed hellfire. The Prophet has only told one companion, Hanzalah radiallahu anhu. No, Hudayfa actually, Hudayfa radiallahu anhu. Only Hudayfa knows besides the Prophet who these 10 people are that whose names Allah gave to the Prophet These are 10 guaranteed hypocrites. Who's the first guy to go ask him? Omar, hey, my name on the list? Am I going to hell? Could you tell me? He goes, look, I can't tell you. The Prophet told me not to share your name's on the list though. Get out of here. Come on, don't talk to me. Why are you asking me? Omar is worried because he knows the higher up you go, the more dangerous you are. The more danger you're in. You're not safe. That's why I remind all of you and myself, it doesn't matter how many YouTube hit videos, it doesn't matter how many khutbahs, talks, lectures, praise is not something that helps a da'i. It does not help a scholar. It does not help a speaker. You want to really help people that are trying to do da'wah of Islam in any capacity, make du'a for them without talking to them. Don't come here, that doesn't help them. Do you know what that helps? Shaitan comes to me and goes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> Shaitan's got a lisp too in my imagination. <laughs> so he says, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> right? Doesn't help. 
Pour dust in his mouth, the prophet said. Pour dust in his mouth. Kill that culture, Muslims. You're not helping anybody with that. You have to cut that culture out. I know, sometimes, I, I mean, myself and people way more, you know, deserving, get put on the spot. Hey, brother, can I take a picture with you? And I don't want to be like an evil person. No, you can't. But man, don't do it. Just don't do it. Just make, if you want to benefit somebody, just make dua for them. That's it. Don't create a celebrity culture out of our scholars and our guys and our speakers. It's unhealthy. It's not good. It's not good for any of us. It, it, it isn't. Because I, Indian, I, and others are human beings. Will it eventually get to you? Yeah, you're a human being. Allah described the wasmas of shaitan. One of the words describing shaitan, man, it's so amazing. About Adam and Hawa. Allah says, he got them slowly into what he wanted them to do. He didn't just make waswasa once. He took his time. The verb is one of pulling a bucket out of the well. You know how it takes time? Like, That's what shaitan working on Adam. Little by little by little by little by little. Okay, now the tree. That's how it was. He doesn't get you once. He's a little out of time. He's going to take his time. He knows. Right? Whoever takes his time gets to where they want to get to. He knows. So don't do that to yourselves and don't do that to others. Now, we were talking about how this path is headed where? Upwards. Now we know what the path is. Now we know where we have to go. Now we ask Allah, Ya Allah, have there been others who have gone on this path? When you're in college, you ask advice for people that are in the same major as you, the ones who graduated already, or the ones who are in the same year as you? You ask help of the graduates, the ones who already found a job, the ones who succeeded. You ask their advice. Because the ones that are in it with you, what's the problem? You have no guarantees, and therefore, they have no guarantees. That's why Allah taught us in this surah, Sirat al-Ladina an'amta alayhim fi al-madhi, fi sirat al-madhi, past tense. The path, the straight path up, the one that w was taken up by those who you already showered favor upon. Showered favor upon. What tense? Past tense. So the real world models of Islam are not the ones that are alive, they're the ones that are already gone. Because the ones that are alive are as volatile as you and me. We can benefit from each other, but the anchors that will not go away are the actual graduates, not the students, the graduates. Graduation happen, the graduation ceremony is death. And then the certificate is given by Allah. And there are some people who Allah issued that certificate and told us all about their transcript. This is what gave them their credits so they could graduate, learn from them. So we ask Allah, show us the path of those who've already taken this journey up before. But in the language, we said, الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ Those who you showered favor upon. In other words, we didn't say the path of those who already made it all the way. Instead of giving them credit, who did we give credit to? Allah. In other words, the Muslim realizes this path is really hard. Ain't no way a human being's doing this. Except if someone has made it, it's been made easy by Allah. Ya Allah, who did you make it easy for before? Who did you make this easy for before? Let me tell you about the word an'ama. An'ama. An'amta alayhim, right? Comes from nu'uma. Nu'uma means softness. Something that's relaxed, soft. You know, cows, sheep, these things are called an'am in Arabic. An'am, like Surah Al-An'am, right? You know why they're called that? Because they chill when they move. 
Like you don't see a cow doing this. Like you, you don't you don't see that. A cow's gonna take its time. It's got nuuma in its walk. A cat doesn't chill. You never see a cat like even when it's strolling, what's it doing? Like a pounce. Right? It's not, it doesn't have relaxation. Allah says, I made this path so easy and relaxing for them, it'll be as relaxed as when you look at count, count, like, uh, like uh, cattle. Cattle's the most relaxed animal, man. A lion could be standing right behind the cow. He's like, oh. <laughs> like, nothing. It's chilling. No problem. Allah says, this is such a hard task, going up this journey. And the higher up you go, the more easy target you become for your enemies. Because you're more and more visible now. If you're hidden in the earth, you can't be seen. The more you make progress, the more visible you become. And the more in danger you are of slipping and falling. And yet Allah says, if my favor comes, this will be relaxed. It'll be like an elevator. You don't even feel it. Just go. Don't worry about it. Show me who are these people. And Allah describes these people all over the Quran. Every story of the prophets. Every story of the righteous. Every story that's mentioned in the Quran of righteous people, good people. Is all Allah just answering that one request? Ya Allah, show me the previous graduates. Who did you make this easy for? How did you make it easy? We'll have a bigger conversation about that tomorrow, inshallah, when we get to that. But I want to get to the juiciest parts of today.